That's gonna give him the biggest fight. Then guess what? Fox Fox fight. 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 Hey, what's up, guys? Boxing with B. And Rob without the paycheck. All right. If you didn't catch yesterday's fight, I need you to stop what you're doing and, and go check it out. One. Because we had said before that this could be fight of the year. Chocolatito versus Estrada to the rematch. And what a fight. Even Eddie Hearn at the end said this was the best fight he's seen in person. And I get that. He's a promoter. He's saying what he needs to say. But to all of yeah. us that watched it, man, he, what he's a had, fight. Yeah, he's had a lot of fighters that do good fights. But he got to see two guys that never stopped. And there was not no clinching that much. Maybe one or two. Seconds. No, no. Yeah, and they, they were just out of going it. out of it. They were just from the center, of the, from the first of the bell of the ring and the center of the ring, and they were going at it. And if you missed it, so the way it started out, Estrada took the fight to Chocolatito. At the he went out there. He wanted to be the one, first. Round yeah, one. round one. Right when that bell rang. He wanted to be the one to start the fight throwing and to finish the fight throwing. But you know what? He was throwing and Chocolatito was moving around, but he was Chocolatito was just studying him. Yeah. Trying to close the distance, trying to see what was going to go on. And, you know, in the first round, he was just, you know, timing. Feeling him out. Feeling him out, getting the timing correct. Yeah. Because when round number two hit, it was a different story. Yes. You know, Chocolatito connected with some sisters. Here I am. And Estrada goes, oh, crap. Like we said, Estrada (laughs) was trying to take the fight to Chocolatito. And that's how you kind of start it. Like, you can respect a fighter outside of the ring. But when you go in there and you're taking the fight to him, throwing all your power punches, you're trying to show like, hey, I don't respect you. I'm going in here and and I'm in charge. What's sad about it? You're not backing him up. He's still in front of you. Everything you throw, he's throwing right back at you. Yes. Chocolatito turned the tables in that second round and he forced Estrada. If you don't respect me, you're going to respect me now. He forced Estrada to fight his fight. And he did. Estrada respected him after that. You saw him pull back a little bit, but not much. Not much. The whole fight was just a toe-to-toe fight. We said it was going to be a Mexican-style war. I know that one of them is from Nicaragua, being Chocolatito. But when we say Mexican-style war, I shouldn't have to explain it. You guys are boxing fans. You know what a Mexican-style war is. Look at Golovkin comes out and says, I fight Mexican style. Why? Because Mexicans like to go toe to toe. Give the fights. Give and the fight fans. Chocolatito does see. what a Mexican style does. He goes forward. He never retreats. He goes yes. forward, forward, forward. One thing that I thought was fascinating, it always fascinates me with Chocolatito, is that he looks like he throws slower, right? Every time he's throwing, I'm like, it doesn't even look that fast. But somehow he's so precise with his punches. Every punch counts. Estrada was unloading all of these, you know, body shots, uppercuts, everything, power shots. And what did Chocolatito do? Keep his guard up, wait a little bit. And, and respond as, right back. Counter right and back. And it's like, Estrada seemed like the faster fighter. How is Chocolatito able to move and unload the way he can, well, the way he what does? What you forget, Chocolatito's awkward. He moves in different locations. He throws from different locations. You know, he could be on one side for the right, then all of a sudden the left, he moves. He knows, he knows, he studies his opponents and it's all his punches are precise. Yes. Wherever he wants to hit, we already puts his eye he hits it. He sees it. He he knows where his punches are going before his opponent even moves. Yep. Man, tremendous fighter. Tremendous fight. He knows how to cut off the ring. It looks like he knows how to do everything. And look, at the end of the fight, it went into Estrada's. It went for Estrada's favor, you know? Yeah. He won one scorecard, 117 to 111. Of course, nobody agrees with that. That was a close fight. How are you going to see that like that? Don't know. Eddie Hearn even, you know, talked down on it. But at the end of the day... Um, I just saw on Twitter that they they uh, announced that 
that guy is actually under investigation by the WBA because they don't agree with that scorecard. That's fine with Props me. Props to them. I'm Suspend glad them, they're being held them. accountable. Suspend him, find him, and, you know, make him go to the amateurs to, you know, start doing those again. Yeah. So even after the fight, Estrada said he was, he didn't, you know, that does, that decision didn't sit well with him. He said it bothered him. And then he did say that he didn't, he never thought he was going to lose that fight, but he did see it as a tie. He saw it going to be as a draw. draw. But you know what? To me personally, <clears throat> Strada, you lost. He lost. And I think Chocolatito, did, he performed Chocolatito well. Chocolatito stunned him in the 12th round when they were supposed to be fighting the greatest round. That yeah. they both, remember, Estrada's corner was telling him, you need to knock him out to be able to win this. You need to knock him out. And, they, and he goes, give it your all. And they gave it their all. But you know what? Chocolatito gave it better. He stunned him. 110%. And it looks like he was going to drop him. But Estrada took his punches and the bell rang. And that's something else that um, Estrada had said that so this fight compared to the first fight, the first fight was at 108 pounds, okay? Yes. And Estrada even said, I saw it as I'm fighting a champion. I'm not a well-known name yet. I'm fighting in the United States. And he's like, he went in there, took that fight. And then he even said, he admits that in that fight, Chocolatito had the upper hand on him. He, he felt Chocolatito's power. And then he said that in the sixth and seventh rounds, it hurt him. He said he wanted to go down. He wanted the fight to end. But he dug deep within him, and then he, he said that he showed everybody what it is to be a Mexican fighter, to have a Mexican heart, and, you know, go out there with that. that go out and that, finish, try to you know, finish on your feet, not that on your will. Knees. Yep. That's what he said. So that's the difference compared to these fights. And he said in this fight, he worked well. The strength training and everything worked yep. well so that he was able to take the well, shots see, he that Chocolatito weight, But you threw. know what? I don't care. This is what I see. If Chocolatito was a lighter, they fought at 80, and this, he's at a higher weight class. He fought Chocolatito that went up in weight to meet him. Yeah. And he couldn't hurt him? Yeah. What is that trying to tell you? Yeah, I mean, it was, I don't know. It was a great fight. Yeah, it I don't was. agree with the decision like that. Nope. I would have even been happy with the, with the draw. It would have bothered me a little because I did think that Chocolatito got the better hand of it. It was bad because even the announcers, everybody had Chocolatito. When everybody said the Estrada had to knock him out to win. And lo and behold, Estrada even got a surprise that, wow, it went his way. Yeah, he it's over. Him. You can't cry over spilled milk. Chocolate is a great champion. He took it. Yeah, lost, but he's ready for the trilogy. And you know what I liked at the end too is that Estrada did say Chocolatito deserves another fight, and he's like, hopefully we can make that happen by the end of this year. One thing that stood out to me too is in the post fight, um, he also said he knows that Sor Rangvisai is, is next. It? Yeah, but and then he said I would prefer a fight with Chocolatito over Sor Rangvisai because of the the different styles that we bring to the ring. And then he's like, and the style that Sor Rangvisai brings is very complicated, is what he said. Well, Sor Rangvisai might stun him, you know, might surprise him and yeah. take revenge and take the belt. That back. first one was a, the first an one was really fight. close too. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not gonna say nothing because but because the WBC says the number one contender is Sor Rangvisai. So he, he's going to have to get permission to, you know, to go after Chocolatito instead of him. But we'll, we'll see, see what how happens. that turns out. But you know what? I respect this division. I respect Estrada for even saying that because hidden, you know, everybody would be like, oh, he's scared. Oh, he's this and that. But he's straight up telling you right now, I would prefer to fight Chocolatito. We, you, I know that the fans will like that. I know that the fans want that. They, we, I mean, would we be mad if he was like, so run me side, wait a minute. Let me fight Chocolatito again. No, we wouldn't be mad because we're like controversial. Let's happen again. Let's make it happen. Yeah. That's how we usually want things to happen. If they're controversial, hey, wipe everything off. Get that rematch in right now. Yep. Yes. And you know what? That's what he said. He pointed out why is why Sorangvisa would be a, basically a tougher fight. He straight up said it. 
He's no, a, he's no a, hidden stuff here. He's a tough guy. He's it's going to be complicated. But that's his weight class, 115. It's not, he's not coming up in weight or not going down in weight. That's where he, you know, he's natural at. Yeah, like we have said before, if you don't pay attention to this specific weight class, I don't know what you're doing. Because I like this weight class because no one ducks nobody. Look at Sor Rangvisai, Estrada, Cuadras, um, Chocolatito. Like these guys, you he's, even have the younger guys. Joshua Franco, yeah. um, Australian, uh, uh, Maloney. Yeah, they come. They don't, they don't duck seen. nobody. They come after everybody. They'll fight everybody. <sighs> Pay attention, you guys. This is you the know, division to watch, too. Yep. For is. sure. It, I, I, no other words. Just No one ducks great nobody. Fights. Great fights. Yeah, they do. Undercard for that one. We'll just talk real quick about the, let's just talk, mention a little bit of the um, co, co-main event. Oh, the two girls. I'm the the lady, the yes. women fights. You know, um, the first lady, Brekus versus McAllister. McAllister brought it, right? That's the yes. one from Chicago. That Jessica. girl showed why she won the belts. Now, Sheesh. leading up to this fight, Jessica talked a lot of smack, I guess. I didn't keep up with the smack talking, but she basically said, I'm, I'm going to take it back. She got that confidence. She went in with that approach. And then the first lady over here says, uh, I don't know why I let her win this, that first one. It was my mistakes. I'm the bigger fighter. I'm the stronger fighter. But honestly, that's not what we saw. No, that girl, that other girl brought it to her and she didn't know what, what to do. But you know what? That's life. There's always yeah. someone bigger and better coming. And this girl proved it. She retained the undisputed belts. Good for her. She fought a good fight. I think great it, trainer. Yeah, it was a good fight. Great trainer she had. You know, get her motivated. Told her straight up. Tried to show what, what her, her options are if she wins this fight. Yeah. She took it to her. She took it to Brekus. She showed her, you know, I'm here. I beat you the first time and I'm going to do it again. And, and she, she took it to her. So, I mean, it was a great fight. Brekus didn't look like she once did. But you know what? Brekus doesn't seem like she's ready to stop. She's going to continue. I just hope that everything turns out well for her. She had a great run. I just never want to see any great run go bad to where all you go remember the is the negatives at the end. Yeah. You know, she she has she's had a great run. She was the she was. Undisputed the first lady. For, yeah, she was a she's first always undisputed. been the first lady. But, you know, she's going to fight a little more and see what happens. So what do you think about McAllister? And, you know, apologies if I'm saying the, the last name wrong. Let's say Jessica. What do you think of Jessica calling out Clarissa Shields at the end? Basically saying she'll take that fight if she wants to go to her weight class. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. You'll see two undefeated fighters, you know, one Olympian, two-time Olympian going at yeah. it. That'd be a good, that'd be a good fight. Hopefully, Clarissa Shields, you know, accepts it. But she has to lose weight. She has to go down in weight. Talking which... about Clarissa Shields a little bit, I informed you about the t- little Twitter fights that I saw between Eddie Hearn and Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields basically um, said Eddie Hearn is like a silver, uh, a guy that's had a silver spoon fed his whole life, never stepped into the ring, doesn't know anything. He's never he's never fought before. He's a promoter, not Talking a fighter. Smack. And then what does Eddie Hearn reply with? He's like, now you're just using my name for basically for attention. I was like, for publicity good for him he's not gonna get he's not for not mixing it up he just told it how he saw it and off it went yeah that uh, was just because remember he is not funny. a fighter he is a wealthy man that became a promoter hey and he has he's best, doing he has a lot of the best fighters like i under said his belt. i don't agree with DAZN. i don't really like DAZN. they always mess up on the audio i always talk smack on DAZN's like presentation some of the things that they say the commentary but Eddie Hearn is basically the main promoter with the zone, and he's bringing props, mega. He's bringing props to great Hearn. fights. Great fights Eddie Hearn's doing. Yeah, great man, smart man. You know, I don't know where he came from, but he has all the champions. It seems the like. UK. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> just kidding. 
<laughs> who knows? You know, he has a lot of champions under his belt. Yeah. And what I like to, you've mentioned this before, he branches out. He doesn't just stay to, to see what talent is in the UK. He knows Mexican fighters bring it. Let me go and get these guys before everybody else it. does. He got him. And he did. He like, got him. And he made those fights happen in Mexico City. He made those fights in Chocolatito and then as Cuadras and Astral. He made those fights that everybody watched. You know, the whole world tuned in on it. Even the British fighters tuned in. Because there were some fights before and they were announcing the, the next fights for the next day that they're going to happen here in the United yes, States. Yes. So my advice, Eddie Hearn, if you're watching, uh, start learning some Spanish. Yeah. Oh, you never know. He might know Spanish for all we know. I guess. But yeah. Lights out.